Hey, everybody. I'm Leon Thomas here with Miranda Kitterland-Lynch. Miranda, how you doing? I am doing awesome, and I'm excited for our guest today. All right on. Here on Checking In, a lodging DEI chat, we have great guests talking about all things DEI in the hospitality industry. Miranda, this is season two, two episode six. Let's let's roll with six. It sounds good to me. Let's let's roll with six. Watch, we're gonna have someone looking at this, and we're gonna have it labeled episode five or episode seven. <laughs> if we have it wrong, please contact us and let us know because that means we know you're watching. So please, please go ahead and do that. Let's yes. jump right in. Miranda, go ahead and introduce our, our guest for today. Absolutely. So our guest today is the Market Director of Revenue Management for Sinesta Hotels. She is also my colleague. She is an adjunct professor uh, and she has been a guest in my classes many times and it's always been incredible. So Miss Karen Ramon. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Miranda Hi. and Leon. Thank Hi, you so Karen. much for being Thank with you. us. Yeah. So um, I want to ask you, every time you come into my classroom, you leave in just us inspired. Um, and your pathway in the hospitality industry has been one that um, I believe you've even said not many women have taken a similar career path. Is that, would that be correct? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I've grown little by little. And, you know, I've had a, a great journey. I've had great bosses that really took me under their wing. And, you know, I've, I've had a, a pretty wonderful journey, I would say, but definitely with uh, some challenges. What would you say, um, what type of challenges would you say were the most difficult to overcome in your career? Or um, would you rather start with sharing with our listeners a little bit about your career path, maybe some highlights, and then sure. uh, pepper in some challenges and how you overcame them? Sure. So I started, um, I have about 15 years of experience in the hospitality industry. Um, right after college, I did operations, I did front office, um, operations supervisor in a two limited service hotels. And then I moved, um, actually without knowing, I fell into revenue management. Um, which is actually, um, back then, I wasn't being taught in college. I actually never took a revenue management class. It wasn't that popular, I would say. Um, I, um, I was actually looking to leave the hospitality industry. And all of a sudden, I, I got this job as a sales and revenue analyst. And I started there and I, you know, I fell right into place. Um, I expressed my interest into growing. And, you know, I was very lucky to have a great boss that took me under her wing and really trained me to really, um, you know, become um, what I am now. So, you know, from being an analyst, I went on to um, being promoted at that property that I was working on as an assistant director of revenue. Um, after that, I left. I went to another company as director of revenue management with a Caribbean market. Um, after that, I pretty much stayed in the Caribbean, continued being director and managing multi-properties. Um, and, you know, I've been with different luxury brands. And now I am with Sanesta managing the resorts, which is very exciting. And I'm very happy. Um, what I would say challenges along the way have been, um, you know, as you grow, there's also growing pains you, for you personally as a professional. So I've definitely had to learn to, um, to 
to talk to people um, from different backgrounds and different cultures. I worked with a lot of different countries, islands, and you know, you 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 have to adjust your style because everybody has different ways of seeing things, different ways of understanding things. So you really, really need to know your audience um, and target your message depending on that to make sure that you know there's no misunderstandings and everybody can um, really move forward for for the benefit of the hotels. Okay. So definitely has you know I've been um, I've had to adjust my my style several times. Uh, but at the, you know, at the end of the day, it's been great experiences. I've made great relationships, you know, throughout different places and countries and and companies. Amazing. Karen, you mentioned twice now that you had mentors, right? Bosses. First, I'd like to know in that boss mentor relationship, did you reach out to them and say, "I want you to be my mentor," or did they say? I see something in you. I'm going to take you under my wing and kind of direct you and, and lead you and give you some advice. Which which was it for you? I actually expressed my interest. And I think that, you know, you have to speak up because nobody, you know, if you don't speak up, people are not going to read your mind and they're not going to know what are your interests and your wants. So the first boss, the one that hired me as an analyst, I did express my interest to him. So he started training me. Um, he, he left um, after a short period of time. He, and then the, the boss that came after, he actually told her about me. So she had no hesitation to take me under her wing. And I really spent many years working with her. Um, and she really took the time to train me. And really, you know, it, it was like both of them, like he started it and she really just gave me all the knowledge I would say I have even now. Um, so it was really great to have her at the start of my career. Um, it really shaped, uh, shaped me as a, as a revenue professional. But definitely you have to speak up and you have to say what you're interested in. I think that's the first step. I think that's great advice. And I think historically as women, we're not as prone to speak up as our male counterparts. Um, and at the beginning of our show, I mentioned that your career path is one that I have not seen many women take. I know when I was in industry 20 years ago, I did not see many female revenue management professionals, if any. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't know if that was your experience as well. Yeah, it, it is true. Um, you know, I think, um, a lot of uh, the women, I worked with a lot of women and they were, you know, in sales uh, or, you know, events. And I think uh, it is, there's not, uh, I mean, I think right now there is more, but when I, you know, back then it was mainly, uh, mainly men. Uh, but, you know, again, I think having uh, my, the women boss that came after my male boss also was a great example for me. Um, and then in the hotel that I actually worked at, you know, I was very lucky to have a lot of uh, women leaders. Um, so that that really, really helped me. And it was a great example for me to have. Folks, you're watching Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. We have conversations with movers and shakers in the hotel business with a special focus on our conversations being on diversity, equity, and inclusion. I'm Leon Thomas. That's our co-host, Miranda Kittenland-Lynch, and our guest today, Karen Ramon. We're here having a great conversation with Karen. We're going to be back to continue the conversation right after a couple of commercials. These ads were done by those that are interns or recent graduates of the Leon Thomas Group. Stay tuned. Water. 
It's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. And we're back. Welcome again to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you can contact me. My name is Leon Thomas. You can contact me via email. My email address is leon at the Leon Thomas Group. Or you can contact Miranda, and here's how to do that. You know what I'm going to say. Just type Miranda Kitterlin Lynch into Google or your preferred search engine. I'm the only one that's going to pop up. There we go. And contact us. Let's get you on the show if you'd like to talk about DEI in the in the lodging business. Miranda, here, here's something I, I read about, or, or actually something I read is a, a LinkedIn post a couple of days ago. And the person used the term hospitality space three times in the same sentence. How? Yeah, and I'm like, hmm, the hospitality space, the hospitality space, the hospitality space. And so I said, as we were preparing, preparing for this show, I said, I'm going to make sure I use that term, hospitality space. I, I don't know why. It just seemed like a really cool word, hospitality space. Three I mean, times. I, I get it. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around what, what, how long was this sentence that it used yeah. to be? Sometimes? It was, <laughs> it was a long sentence. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> sentence. So if you want to talk about DEI in the hospitality space, contact me, contact Miranda, and we'll get you, we'll get you on the show. Let's I continue. Thought, I thought about you, Leon. Sorry to interrupt you because I was on LinkedIn and I saw a picture from an organization promoting their organization Guess what was missing? They didn't have any women. They didn't have any black people. You're two for two. What? No women, no people of color. And and they're Not talking about <laughs> wow. And they're talking about how cool of a place they are, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, you, what are you gonna do? 
what are you gonna do? Please just send that to me. Send that to me. Yeah, we'll start a little interaction. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get back to our our guest, Karen. Karen, thanks so much for being being with us. And so, Karen, for those that don't know, maybe there's some folks that are watching the show, and they don't know what revenue management means. Can you give us a? I mean, those in the hospitality space. Ding. Those in the hospitality space may know. But what about those that, that don't? Can you give us a, a, a brief rundown on what that means? Sure. So revenue management, it's both a science and art, I would say, because um, our job is to make the most amount of revenue for the hotel. Um, and we do that in several different ways, through pricing, through um, segmentation, seasonality. I mean room type pricing, just really everything. So um, we need to ensure that, you know, all of our rooms and rates are showing in all the distribution channels. Um, and we do work with pretty much all departments in a hotel. Can I can I give you my first experience in revenue management? It wasn't me. I didn't do it. This was a general manager at a limited services hotel near the Baltimore airport, right? So I worked there. I was not the, the general manager um, working there. We were sold out every night. I mean, we would sell out. Our mm-hmm. occupancy for this one year was 92%, right? And the brand that we were associated with came in and looked at our revenue and looked at how often we were sold out and how many nights guests were staying. And they said, oh, we can help you. Like, no, 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 no. We're at 92% occupancy. We know what we're doing. And they're like, no, no, no. Look at these reports. You're checking people in for one night. You're checking them in, checking them out, checking them in, checking them out. There's all these denied reservations where folks wanted to stay one night, wanted to stay four nights, but you've already sold out for one and you could have charged them a higher rate. Our revenue went up like $300,000 year over year, but the occupancy went down, which actually made us a more profitable hotel. Absolutely. Right. And that's when my eyes first opened to the profession of of revenue management. Yes. I wanted our our folks that that may not be in the hotel business to know a little bit about what that is. Up to you, Miranda. Go ahead. So, um, Leon and I were just uh, half joking about businesses that do not have women or people of color featured. And you and I have had this conversation in my class uh, previously, how there is a lack of women and people of color at the top, right? Um, Leon and I will ask people often in your career, how many general managers of color have you had? And the highest number that we've heard from one person was two. Many people will say zero. Um, what has been your experience with diversity in general management and beyond? I would say in my personal experience, um, you know, working with different countries and, you know, even within, um, you know, Florida and, and South Florida, I've been really lucky to have a very diverse group of, of coworkers. So I've had really, you know, everything. Um, and it's been it's been great. I mean, ever since I started, you know, we, it was very diverse. People from different backgrounds, um, you know, sexual orientations, uh, minorities, everything. So um, 
I've been really lucky to be able to um, to have that and to see that um, since I started my career um, working not only in you know in South Florida but also of course working with different countries. Um, I think hospitality also. I mean, it's it's very diverse because a lot of you work with big brands, you get people from different countries moving. Um, so you get DMs from Europe, from Latin America, from you know from from Asia. So it's um, it's been, um, I would say that, you know, from my personal experience, I, I have been able to see a very diverse group. I know it's not the case for everyone, um, but, you know, I would say that in my case, yes, I've been really lucky to work with people from different cultures and backgrounds, and, and I, I love it. It's great. That is a beautiful thing about South Florida. Absolutely. Yes. Good. Leah? So... Karen, we're going to jump into our two signature questions, two questions we ask every guest on checking in a lodging DEI chat. Here's my signature. Are you ready for the signature questions, Karen? Yeah. Here we go. Question number one. Have you ever had a Maryland crab cake? <laughs> I have not, actually. You have not had a Maryland crab cake. All right, so here's what I'm gonna do. Since you have not had a Maryland crab cake, when we finish this show, I'm gonna get your physical address and I'm going to send you a Maryland crab cake. Oh, I'm excited. I love crab cakes. Yeah. <laughs> and this will be an authentic Maryland crab oh, cake. Oh, I love it. Yes. And now you know what's going to happen now, Miranda. Every future guest is going to say, no, I've never had a Maryland crab. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to send me one. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here like, we've been doing this show forever, and I don't have any crab cakes getting sent to me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the mac and cheese to come my way, too. Where's the Where's that? Anyway, but we'll get that Maryland crab cake to you. <laughs> um, so let me ask you, if you could go back in time, what one piece of advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Huh. <laughs> That's a good question. One piece of advice, um, that everything will be okay. <laughs> um, everything will be okay. I'm going to get through everything, you know. Life is full of challenges and absolutely nothing has been teaching for me um, or I think anyone, you know, um, there's a lot that goes through, you know, career, life. So I've been, I, I worry a lot. So I think that um, I would just tell myself it's going to be okay. You'll get through it. Um, and then just avoid all that worry because I know it's going to end up being okay. <laughs> It's amazing how many people have had similar pieces of advice. And if we could just bottle up all that wisdom and calm <laughs> and bring it back in time. Yeah, yeah. Our 20s would have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right on. Karen, thanks so much for being with us on Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat. I've enjoyed the conversation with you. Thanks again. Yes, thank you thank so you. much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And Miranda, another great show, another great episode, great guest. Wow, I appreciate it so much. 
you partnering with me on this show. And I enjoy receiving the comments from viewers and listeners letting us know that they're watching our show. It's really cool. Yes, absolutely. This has been such a fun ride. I look forward to the next one every time. Right on. Whatever oh, number I, that would be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got to get the numbers again. Yeah. I'm Leon. She's Miranda. Thanks for watching another episode of Checking In and Lodging DEI Chat. We'll see you next time. Take care.